Welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. You sound different. You have like had a cold the past couple of episodes or something. I don't even recognize you. What's up, everybody? <laughs> this is actually really weird. And George is too busy doing like the technical thing to see. I was holding my coffee like up to my mouth <laughs> instead of the mic. I'm not used to that beginning part. Yeah, yeah. It's back, back, only for a week. <laughs> Maybe. 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 We'll see. So we're back. It's a short week because of Thanksgiving, and we're going to have a short episode, I think, right? Yeah. Look, I thought I was off holding my coffee cup up to my mouth instead of my mic, but you're off because you didn't tell everyone it's season three, episode seven. Oh, I am off. Yeah. See what happens? All of a sudden, you got to do a little extra work at the beginning, and then it fucks everything up. Totes off. Anyway, looking back on Bellator from Thursday, if you remember, it was a light card. I had very little to say about it before. Got even less to say this time. Schnoozers. <laughs> but AJ McKee won with a submission. Benson Henderson lost. And really and sadly, the most um, exciting part of this card was you might have remembered JJ was on this card. Um, JJ. We have no idea who he is other than he's an adult with two first names that are the exact same. But he won with a TKO. So now we have a new favorite fighter from New Zealand. Congratulations, JJ. <laughs> uh, so then Saturday night, the UFC had a card, a pay-per-view. And we warned you, actually, because a lot of people say, oh, you just, you're just a shill for ESPN over here telling us to spend all our money. We warned you last week. Do not buy that pay-per-view. It was going to mm -hmm. be boring and not worth it. And I think it lived up to our uh, low standard. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, so in the main event, uh, Figgy, uh, which is... I love... <laughs> did you hear that? That's his new nickname. Wait, from who? From MMA Twitter. Oh, dang uh, it. I thought George actually put very, very, very light notes, just like the light Bellator card, even lighter than the Bellator card. But in his notes, he wrote Figgy, and I was laughing, and I thought it was from you. No, no. But I, it wasn't. I'm not sure. I won't uh, uh, vouch for MMA Twitter because I, I might even have – we might have to make it a top five, and I might just yell at MMA Twitter as I have before in the past several <laughs> that episodes. That would be such a fun new but thing I think for your you to boy, do. <laughs> I think your boy E. Casey Lydon actually might have come up with <gasps> it. I don't know. But basically, because this guy's name is Davidson Figueroa. There's no D in the middle, babe. Davidson uh -huh. Figueroa. Yes. So most so like if you just looked at it like how people look at my last name and just give up and don't even try, you'd probably say Figueroa, but it's not. It's Figueroa. Figueredo? Right. Okay. So people fuck up his first and people and just bail, name. so they just call him Figgy now. I love it. <laughs> I'm with it. So he Figgy won! Figgy won. <laughs> he beat Alex Perez uh, via first round guillotine. Uh, Luke Thomas actually posted a video today about how it was an unconventional guillotine and how nobody else really does it like him. Mm. I didn't watch it. I'm going to watch it after. Uh, and I'm going to learn how to do... Watch uh, it yeah. after. <laughs> <laughs> a different style of guillotine. Uh, I know this is just a recap, but that dude's still scary. He's in the lightest weight class of the entire organization. You're so scared. Yeah, we'll get to more on him later. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko, uh, one of the best pound-for-pound -pound fighters in the entire world, beat Jennifer Maya in a decision. Just seems like one of those fights Doi. that happen where it's like 
she just won. She just did what she had to do, and it's just another yeah. tough defense. Uh, Tim Means beat Mike Perry in a decision. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Caitlin Chukugin, uh, our girl. Our girl? Yeah, our girl yeah, from Long yeah. Island. Uh, uh, she beat Cynthia Cavillo in a decision, so good for her. Love you. Uh, people on Twitter were uh, talking shit about her, how she fights boring and too safe. And she all caught right. back on all them. Oh, she's she like, did? Because yeah. like, they always say that yeah. about she's her. Like, I'm trying to make my money, get my win, and go home without brain damage. If you could do better, come fight me. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Now I love her more. Yeah, she's pretty great. And the first thing, the first picture she posted after the fight was her coming back home to Long Island and eating a pie of pizza. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're getting pizza after this. <laughs> yeah, well, I would really love some. Uh, br- uh, Brandon Marino, Brie, uh, beat brandon roy val (laughs) brandon m beat brandon r (laughs) (laughs) in your local junior high after school fight (laughs) via tko Uh, brandon marino was in class 601 (laughs) but brandon r was in 605 so he's the dud Uh, well, the dud got his arms, uh, his shoulder separated, shoulder separated, shoulder separated. There it is. His shoulder separated and his coach had to pop it back into place. It got a little, uh, viral hit on the Instagrams. It's pretty gnarly looking, but it's cool. I, we, I, so I did watch it, which is so gross. Cause why would I watch that? But I heard John Anik talk about it. John Anik comes up a lot in this episode. John Anik, we love you. Well, I love you. One of the best commentators. I love John. You love him. Yeah. Um, But but his like main comment about that whole situation was there are doctors at fights. They very rarely do anything other than fuck up good (laughs) fights. And instead of a doctor coming in to pop his shoulder back into place or do something doctorly, his coach is the one who bobbed his shoulder back into place. It just seems so silly. I don't know. That's the scariest. That's the scariest thing. People <sighs> have that. Like my cousin has that, and it just pops in and out all the time. And I'm like, nasty. Das. Uh, uh, well, she's broke. <laughs> like in. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> she's got money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just not a functional shoulder. Um, so <laughs> or <no>. anything. <laughs> Other notable fighters uh, from th- that card. So there was a lot that went on, but it was not worth $140 million, or whatever the charge for pay-per-views anymore. <laughs> uh, Antonina uh, Shevchenko, Valentina's sister, won. So uh, that's nice when two sisters win on the same card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joaquin Buckley, who got famous with the spinning back a kick in his last fight, also won. So good on him. He needs to get, get a couple more wins, get some more traction. Uh, Nicholas Dalby won, and uh, my man, the supermodel, Alan Joe Ban won, looking good, as always. You know what? The, the, what you, you tried to convince me last week that I wasn't the jinx, but we did not watch this UFC card, and basically everyone we wanted to win won. Yeah. So... I don't know. There might be something to my jinx, <laughs> my jinx nature. Are you not allowed to watch fights anymore? Maybe. For fights you care about? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to test this theory out. All right, let's uh, test it out. Can't really test it out with Bellator this <laughs> week <laughs> because, once again, they are kind of sucking. Um, there's no event this Thursday. There's no event this Friday. There's no event this Saturday. And as a matter of fact, there are no events until December 10th. So, go for it, Mr. UFC. Yeah. Uh, UFC is this Saturday on ESPN2. So you don't need the uh, special subscription to watch it. 
Derek Lewis is fighting Curtis Blades in a fight for heavyweight. Uh, my balls was hot uh, versus mm-hmm. the Blades. Um, I, I'm kind of excited for that fight. I, I would actually want to watch that fight. Uh, but there's no other fight on the entire card that I the know about. The entire card. What the freak? I don't even reckon. We don't even recognize any names except One for other Anthony name. Smith. And that's that's I don't even know who he's fighting. Because it doesn't even matter who he's fighting. Yeah. Except I'm excited to see Anthony Smith only because I like him. But that's crazy. That's a lot of fights for people we don't even know. And we're trying to talk to our friends here and convince them to watch fucking fights. Well, yeah, but then that's what, well, then people say all the time, well, that's when the best cards happen and that's when it's All right, let's exciting, see. We'll let's see. see. We'll see. We'll see. No, we'll, we'll uh, see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so since uh, there's... <laughs> Since there's only three day three work days this week, barely, we'll barely get through this top three. <laughs> Here at the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast, we wanted to let you know that we understand this year, Thanksgiving is different. That's because it's the first Thanksgiving with Bud Light Seltzer. You may want to get the holiday ugly sweater pack, but I'm a traditional kind of girl and want to wait till after Thanksgiving. That's why you'll see me drinking a lemon-lime Bud Light Seltzer today, pretending to watch football while I'm really watching UFC fights on my phone. Thanks for being there for us, Bud Light Seltzer. Happy Thanksgiving. Babe, you're up. All right. Number one in our top three for this week is that it's going to be a really quick turnover for Brandon M. from 601 and Figgy. So the two fighters that just fought this weekend um, in the flyweight division, Figgy being the title holder, both won and both are not injured. No, quick wins. So they are set to fight each other. Quick, quick turnover, December 12th. That's nuts. Is that two weeks? That's just two weeks. Or three. Either way, that's crazy. Yeah, I think it's that's three crazy. weeks, actually. So that's at UFC 256. Super crazy and kind of interesting because apparently Moreno, before even he fought Brandon R. from 605, was already talking trash about Davison. So Davison was pretty quiet leading up to his fight with Alex Perez. One, because it was only on a four-week notice that he knew Alex Perez. But two, because Alex Perez is just a really nice guy. Um, He's a good guy alert, and that's why I feel sad he lost. Anyway, Davison is not happy with Brandon M. talking trash, and he said he's going to destroy and break Brandon. And you already know George is afraid of Davison. Figgy's scary, dude. Figgy's this There hasn't been a Brazilian dude that doesn't speak English and doesn't try to speak English and Mm. just looks like crazy violent (laughs) like that in a long time. There used to be a whole, whole, I mean, the whole sport used to be dominated by these guys. And um, now the only one left is, is, who's in the UFC at least, is 125 pounds, which is the craziest thing of all because he has that like, I need to murder you. Like, <laughs> look to him. Always. Um, since we're talking about the quick turnover, uh, they just announced, I mean, it's been a, a, a couple months since he's last fought, mm-hmm. but uh, out of nowhere, Tony Ferguson is fighting on the same card against the Bronx, Charles Oliveira. If you've been a longtime listener, you know about our boy with the illest nickname ever <laughs> from Brazil, no the Bronx. Um so yeah, that's a crazy good that's fight. That's a crazy, crazy good fight. We're gonna see if Tony's still got it. 
Because right, Tony. Wait, did Tony and Cowboy fight? Tony and Cowboy, I think did, did fight. Hold and on, Tony. Pause. So I stopped it to pause, but then I just stopped you mid sentence. You were right. That's exactly oh, what happened. Right. Tony that's and that's when the meme Cowboy's face. of yeah, Cowboy's yeah. face, like all blown up, came up. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what I feel like this is gonna be. In Tony's favor. Well, I don't know. I know. I know. It's scary. Because the Bronx is like young and still on the come up. But he's been around forever. So he has That's like all his experience. Part. He's yeah. younger than Tony. And he kind of has a little bit of like Tony's style too. Yeah. That's why I think it's going to be Super similar. aggressive submission based jujitsu. Crazy Muay Thai and will hit you with literally anything. So. We'll see. That's So now this is turning out to be a pretty decent card. Uh. <laughs> And yeah, pretty soon. when you Google the card, it's not even updated because like the announcements have been so quick. Get out! Yeah, so it's still like there's like nobody in the in the main event for that thing. So, oh, yeah. but there is. All right, let's move along. All right, so I'm not sure if we've talked about this on the podcast, but I know I've definitely talked about it in bars or <laughs> whatever bars and drinking situations recently that must have been a long time ago <laughs> must have been a long time ago if it was outside no i think it was in a drinking situation over the summer outside where i explained to multiple groups of people what an oil check is <laughs> wait one gosh darn second is that how andreas beats like nick no, you can't oil check in boxing. They had a straight boxing match. All right. <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> only <laughs> one, way, yeah, to only one way to find out. <laughs> oil check really comes from, I think it's more of like a wrestling thing, like straight up like collegiate wrestling. But it's, how do I put this in a, uh, in a good way? It is when you use a didactic. <laughs> <laughs> Extremity. Extremity. <laughs> To penetrate the anus of your opponent. <laughs> You're making it sound worse. <laughs> or sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, and I, because we didn't watch the, the fight, obviously, this weekend. I saw that on MMA Twitter that someone got oil checked. Wait, did you see it on MMA Twitter? No, Raven text us. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Another one of our <laughs> correspondents who we haven't mentioned because all he apparently cares about are oil checks and they don't happen often. And he's he's a, he's a boxing correspondent who refuses to acknowledge his own credentials about boxing. Mm. And he also doesn't listen to the podcast, so fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until we get it on YouTube and then he's going to have a regular Oh, true, his, true. His he did too. say that. Um, so all right, can you just say what an oil check is clearly? It's when you so use a finger to put it up someone's butt so you can, because then the person kind of like freaks out and will let go of whatever they have. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, so Shogun did that to Paul Craig. That's what's crazy. That Shogun's like this legend who's been around forever. And it is an old school trick. So whatever. Apparently he did it and it looked like it was very, very obvious in front of the cameras. Like sometimes like people just kind of slide it in on the side. Paul Craig's <laughs> like ass was in the air <laughs> and he still went in for the oil Standing check. Up. Like. Sh- there was no like sneaky doing it like under when Paul <laughs> Craig is laying down. It was bad. So apparently it was so bad that Rogan asked uh, your man Paul Craig after the fight <laughs> what happened. But like that was like one of the most obvious oil checks ever. And he said, normally someone would have to take me to a meal before they do that. It was exhilarating. It, g- <laughs> it gave me a wee spring in my step. So. Oh. 
funny. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome on Paul Craig on the quick response. Uh, he won via second round TKO against Shogun. So sad for Shogun. Um, it's time that he kind of wraps it up. And also now our li- friends and listeners know a little bit more than they knew before. Uh, <laughs> about how to oil check to people, oil check. not just their cars. Last thing about oil checking. Um, you know who's the person who's oil checked me the most in my entire life? Uh, someone related to you for sure. Oh yeah, I don't. I'm gonna. I want to say Junior, but he goes for the outside peepee touch. Yeah, so. he does. I here's a hint. I used to live in his balls. Oh, fucking Chris! Big time oil check guy. I Big mean, time oil check. Guy. I want to pick him because he's a cheater. Yeah. So I should have known. He's the number one cheater of everything. Foot stomps. Yeah. Palm strikes to the face. Anything. All right. Moving on to number three in our top three. So this is something that maybe we've talked about. And if we haven't talked about it, then we've been meaning to talk about it. And if we have talked about it, it's okay that we're talking more about it because it's important. Every now and then we have a serious pillar that we stand for. And yeah, we're standing on this. George's pillar, I believe, is more draws. I more think draws. I think we could say that's yours. We both have one of throwing the fucking towel. Stop yeah, the yes. of throwing in the towel. Yes, absolutely. Number I three. think this is more my pillar. Yep. But um, I support you. I'm here for you. I know. I know. Yeah. And I totally support you with the draws. So here we are. Number three is this whole idea that fighters need to make weight, right? It's part of their contract. We've discussed weight cuts before, and we're not really fans of how much weight fighters have to cut. However, it's their job. It's part of their job. It's part of their contract. They agree to fight at a certain weight. Therefore, it is their responsibility to make weight. But missing weight has become a thing, which has it has not been a thing. And it has become a thing with fighters who it seems like just don't have their shit together. They're not really trying. Or they just don't give a fuck. Right. And that's just not right, right? Because you have signed a contract. If I signed a contract that I had to do a certain thing for my job that we're never going to talk about because I'd like to keep it, I would have to fulfill that contract to get paid. Anyway, (laughs) fighters can miss weight and still go on to fight. Um, This came up this week because Mike Perry, who we told you we used to like and then he makes us laugh sometimes but he's also like soups cringe and like crazy he's crazy crazy. he's crazy but also a little dumb so you can't really hate him yeah but dumb and crazy is a dangerous yeah super dangerous well home slice missed weight by four freaking pounds his by the way quick reminder please remind his corner in this fight and this is how we uh you, you might remember i was talking about a couple months ago his corner in his fight is his pregnant girlfriend. Right. So that's already, that's that's how he showed up to right. fight week. Right. So he, Mike Perry missed weight by four pounds. And then he dabbed, which is like so disgusting because normally if a fighter misses weight, first of all, it's by like 0.5 pounds and they're like utterly embarrassed or a pound and they can't believe it. And they are so apologetic. They pride themselves in making right. weight. Ugh, so so gross on his point on his part anyway um what we need to figure out is what should the consequences be when a fighter misses weight we'll tell them about what the consequences are currently 
currently they give up what percentage of their purse? I think 25%. But or actually, 30%. now I'm thinking, yeah, it can change. By depending on what commission. Right. Yeah. So. Because um, sometimes they won't let you fight at all if you're way overweight. Like if you're over five pounds. That makes sense. Sometimes, But sometimes they will let you fight if the other person agrees to it. Yes. So it's like, how could you not agree to fight if you're already there and you did everything, right? That's what I also wanted to mention. Like, you know you can go in and keep that weight on you so you're feeling better and stronger and healthier. And you know the fight will probably go on because your opponent has put in a whole freaking camp to fight you. They really don't want to give up their paycheck because you missed weight. So you know you're going in with an advantage. And actually, those are stats we should have looked up. But usually the person who misses weight because they're over, they usually win. Yeah, and particularly, I think within the past year, there was a run where they shared a stat where it was like nine and yeah, one. Yeah, like awful. Like it was super significant. Anyway, just reminder, Mike Perry did lose, so fuck him. However, consequences. John Anik has come up with a better, I believe, better consequence. Because clearly losing 25 to 30% of your purse is not a big enough deterrent for fighters. Also, like, when you, you have a pay system that's uh, that's win- like, you, you get 50% win bonus or whatever, you know? Right. And if your chances of winning are going up, you're like, all right, fine. I'll give up 20% of my show money when I know I'm probably going to get my win money. That's it. Anyway, John Anik has a great idea. I fully support it. Let's, let's see if jo- George will get on board. He thinks that the fighter who missed weight can continue to fight as long as their opponent agrees. However, they are no longer fighting for a win. They can only get a no contest. I love it. I freaking love it. I love it. Everybody's everybody's so obsessed with the win. It's like, this is so fair. And the GOAT of all time, Artem Lobov, we just watched one of his fights the other <laughs> night, and he's got four number four numbers on his record, and we just figured it out. Yeah, it was literally last night we were watching while we were having dinner. So most people just have their wins and their losses, right? Sometimes people have wins, whatever, they're 23, 10, and 2. That means that they had 23 wins, 10 losses, and 2 draws. But Woo! Artem, two draws! Yeah. <laughs> Artem was like, whatever, like 12, 10, 1, and 1. <laughs> 12 wins, 10 losses, one, no con- one draw, and one no contest. I think those last two numbers, they got to be included for everyone, and everyone's got to get them. Everyone's got to get no draws and free, uh, no draws and contests. <laughs> <laughs> so that is um, the pillar that I will be standing on. If you miss weight, you can no longer win. Your opponent can. Because they fulfilled their contract, but your fat ass can't. If you lose, do you get a lose? No, you get a loss instead. Yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) That's that, babe. All right. This episode is brought to you by you all. We're super grateful for you this weekend. Love you all. 